Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off the Grill podcast. A little bit late. My apologies. But hey, looking a little light in the viewership numbers so far. But I hope there will be more. I mean, hey, why don't we go ahead and share this with the world? Tell them to turn off that stoop. Bid fucking national championship game. What was it, 31-3 at, at uh, halftime? I don't know. I forgot how to do anything on here. I always do. God damn it. So embarrassing. Hope everyone is having a lovely week so far. Shush up, Nancy. I don't want to hear myself. It's bullshit. Oh, good. Hey, it's uh, come on over here and she watches what we're doing. We can get those likes up. That's a little light. Seven? Seven? Oh, boy. 
Well, I wish I could type one-handed. I can't. I can't. Shit, I can't type with two hands, folks. Hashtag N. Or I always put we are live as if I'm not doing this by myself and controlling, you know, all of this myself. I have no helpers. I'm not important enough. I don't have the money for it, frankly. Oh, jeepers, creepers. You know, you know, folks, what they say. Huh. <clears throat> Um, but I figure top of the show, probably a good time. This might be, ah, oh, it's Flesh Wound Features fucking live too. God damn it. That's why Dan's not around. That son of a bitch. But regardless, the ones that are here, I'm happy you're here. If you're not here, don't talk to me again. That's all I have to say. I don't mean that. All right, let's check it out. What do we got? Who do we got here? Dan had some questions earlier. I'll wait till hopefully he shows up. Depending on when they started and when they're going to finish. But Brian Trash says, good evening, Lord Steak. Good evening to you, my good friend. We got the Gypsy Warrior. What's going on, buddy? It's been a little while. It's been a while. Billy Bean, I'm dying here. Ugh. Well, Mr. Bombastic says, how's he steak a Steak? Nope, we're not doing that. Just steak. Billy Bean, I'm fucking. That's staying up. Fuck Fleshwood features. <laughs> oh, we like to kid around here. Obviously, we like the Fleshwood feature guys. I mean, they've had me on before. I like it. It's very nice. I don't know. I don't have shit to fucking do this. I'm uh, a little under the weather. I planned on fucking, A, going to work today, which I never did. Um, out sick. Fucking woke up just like drenched in sweat. And like the first active thought I remember was, oh no! As I ran to my bathroom. I'll save you the um, wonderful details, but uh, it wasn't great. It was a close call. No big happenings. Oh shit, it's dying breed. What's up, Mikey? Billy says, Dan is eyed, I guess. That's fair. He's the one I'm most worried about as far as those guys go. I'm not really on the uh, radar of the other three or any of the uh, the farce guys. So that's all right. That's all right. He, he, he. Listen, we're all friends here, baby. Gypsy asks, what did you think of the DeMar Hamlet incident? Really scary watching it. 
Yeah, I, I turned the game on a little late. I was just busy doing other shit um, before the show started. I actually wanted to kind of, I did a little bit of prep work for the show last week. So I was kind of, you know, preoccupied with that. So the game got turned on late. Um, I had to go on shit. So that happened at 8.50. I caught, I turned the game on at like 8.55 or something, like 8.56. You know, right after it, like the fucking medical team had like, um, more or less just gotten on the field with him. And that's all excited. Literally, the last thing I was fucking geeked. I was excited. The first show of the new year, kind of, you know, relaunching the Patreon, really trying to get back into this shit. And, uh, oh, man, that just like fucking smacked me in the face. And then. Really, if you watched the podcast last week, anyone that did or didn't, um, I don't fucking lost my train of thought. Yeah, anyone that did watch the podcast knows anyone that didn't go back and check it out. So, uh, definitely more somber tone wise than normal. Um, I don't think it was too much of a downer, though. I hope the Patreon's a whole other story that got real dark. Um, Speaking of which, that's, you know, just a buck a month down in the description below. Head on over there. Throw your throw your boy a bone. Literally, only one bone. There's no more tears. Everyone gets everything. It's fun. It's fair. You want to give more, you give more. If you don't, buck's plenty. Listen, if it's good for the dad and meat boys, it's good for me. Um, but yeah, anyway, before I get too far in, I'd like to just kind of promote... A little bit, not for myself even. I do, I mean, sort of. I am giving away a brand new copy, paperback, of course. I bought it before the hardcover had come out, um, of Lauren Dixon's brand new book, Divide by Zero. This will be the exact copy you receive also. So it's been on screen. You can say that it's a genuine part of the Off the Grow podcast. I don't know if you want to. But, yeah, so, like, that really took a turn for shit. And it, it was rough. Like, I didn't – I had to seek out the replay just to see what it was. I mean, it, like, it didn't seem bad, but the hit, you know, you didn't – wouldn't have think, thought fucking twice, but him getting up and then just immediately falling back, and it's like it's, – it fucking – it hit me wrong. Like, it wasn't just like, ah, oh, he's okay. He's okay. I think a little word puzzle. That's going to be fun. Oh, we're down to two. That's good. What a night. What a fucking way to just really want to kill myself. That's lovely. Stop. I got to stop. Got to be more positive in the new year. Um, but I get it. I mean, you know, recapping a podcast episode from literally a week ago is not the best idea, but... Uh, no, fucking, and it just seemed so crazy to just be on the air for that. Shortly after it happened, not that anyone's coming to me for news, but like to have to kind of soft shoe and just kind of speculate. It's weird. Made me feel weird for sure, but as long as Mr. Bombastic's here, I'm good. Uh, Billy said, if I wake in a panic, it's usually because I splattered my boxers. 
And Brian says you're probably happy that the Packers didn't make it to the playoffs. I was so fucking happy, dude. Swept by the Detroit Lions. Oh, MCDC. Gotta love it. Lord Dixon, who visited by Voices once, says steak backwards is Kate's, which is the phonetic spelling of cats. Cats. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm dumb. Um, and the opposite of cats is dogs. So what's up, dog? Hello, Lauren. Good to see you. I'm glad you popped in when you did. We were just giving your new book a little bit of shine. Um, I haven't started it yet. <laughs> Dan, shine, get it. Um, haven't started it yet because I was lent another book from a friend. So I feel like that has to take precedent. <sighs> if I had started it a day sooner, I could have, you know, I would have had that excuse. But sorry, I'll get there. I'll get there. Maybe we'll do a, maybe I'll do a, try to do a review. I'm not very good at books. I read them. I understand them. But, uh, very much just okay. I read the book, and the story is just what he was talking about. There's nothing behind the words. It's fun, but I don't know. Um, Brian Trash has fucked the old year, fucked the new year. I'm so used to using that pad. I'm trying not to anymore. I got a mouse. It does make shit a lot easier. Just fucking the little touch pads on laptops are horseshit. Uh, fuck the new year, same shit, different pile. I mean, I don't disagree. Um, but I'm trying to do a little, uh, Matt Foley, a positive mental attitude, you know, I can't do fucking anything, Chris. I never would. I think I have on the show before, but I try not to, cause he's, for me, he's above imitation. I don't know. IDK, bro. Um... Yeah, what the fuck? Did I even type anything during the week? Let's see. Oh, yeah. I got a couple things. Gypsy says 2023 will be remembered as the year of the sauce. God damn it. I hope so, baby. I'd love for that fucking Patreon to take off. I'd love for the show to take off, man. Make some things happen. Not even just for me. Like. Not for nothing, and not that I do a whole lot, or haven't been doing a whole lot. Most of 2022 was pretty much kicked out the window. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I hope she doesn't see that. It's not her fault, it's mine. Oh, jeez. Uh, Happy New Year, Dave Vanderhoff, my boy. Another Jersey boy. Well, and gives a happy new year to all the chatsters. <sighs> I don't know what that's for. Uh, let's see. Some horror news that has got me a little fucking annoyed. Now, of course, I didn't fucking pull anything up beforehand. Why would I do that? But we're going to go to uh, JoeBlow.com. This is the first one that came up. James Wan did an interview somewhere with Slash Film, apparently. Oh, all their fucking douchey updates. Hey, do you want to help us? 
please. But Christ almighty, enough already. Fuck. James Wan would like to remake Chopping Mall and Night of the Creeps. Now, full disclosure, the old sauce man's never seen Chopping Mall. Um, I don't know why. I just never got around to it. Never uh, was never never in my purview. Um, so you know, I'll get there eventually. So I don't really have much to do with that. Any worry about that one? I'm sure a lot of people feel some kind of way about that one. But Night of the Creeps is one of my favorite fucking movies. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a perfect fucking film and doesn't need to be touched. Doesn't need to be remade. Go fuck yourself. Um, it's not a movie that really anyone has ever said, oh, you know, man, if they were just able to do uh, whatever the fuck thing. You know, like there's always, ah, well, Dracula, that was that was in black and white. Let's, we could do a color one now. Like, like there was enough of, um, enough of a reason to, to update the, The material, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, like just because the medium had changed, like movie making hasn't hasn't changed really for the better in the last 30 years. Um, you know, it's gotten a little easier for lower budget fucking people to make shit that looks decent. So I guess that's good. But like as far as like the the switch over the last 30 years to just trying to like fucking to make things for an international audience really seemed like it just, it's taken away the excitement of a movie. So it's like, Hey, this is a thing for everyone and no one's going to be offended by it. And you know, just give us your money, please. You know, like when's the last time anyone's made like an American fucking film, you know, like, now, India, India is good at making Indian films that are, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about my ass, but obviously fucking people like Lauren exist. Like, so they're worth watching. They're well done. Um, you know, so they know they're doing their shit, their style. What the fuck? Why don't we continue to do that? And then if the international audiences like it and want to watch it and enjoy it or whatever the fuck, then great. Like. It's too much about the fucking money. Like, I get it. Everything at the end of the day, for better or worse, is about money. But when is enough enough? Like, I don't, I fucking don't even know what else it is. But speaking with Slash Film, it came up that Juan likes movies that could be termed frightful fun. Hey, cool. Much like his recent totally insane directorial effort, Malignant in the upcoming. Malignant wasn't really that great. I mean, that's. <laughs> face facts. It was fine. It wasn't a bad movie. Um, in the upcoming sci-fi thriller Megan, which was produced, which he produced, and wants that I have many horror films that I think are just fun that I love. And I'm pretty sure the horror community shares them with me. I love movies like Chopping Mall. I love Night of the Creeps. These, to me, are just sort of fun horror films that I would like to be able to dive into one day. Or do them, but with the way that I make my films. Now... <laughs> That's fine. That's all fucking, that's all well and good. Uh, you know, he likes the movies. I have no reason not to believe him, but do your fucking take on it. Don't just fucking remake it. Like, don't just, uh, property. Like, what the fuck, man? 
there's no real reason you can't do like a sci-fi 50s horror 80s slasher you know mashup parody you know like what the fuck man um billy says he can leave land of the creeps the fuck alone yeah like for real Gypsy says, everything is digital now. The magic of film is slowly fading away. See, for so long, I just, I, I completely threw that idea out of, for, you know, of having any real um, weight. But I kind of started to think, like, that's what I'm always bitching about. Like, it doesn't seem, it seems so fucking fake and, and unimportant. There's no weight to any of these movies, you know, and no, nothing is. Nothing hits the same way this shit used to. Like, there's no no uh, weight behind any of the movies. It's just, and we got to put a thing on a screen for you. It's, there you go. Um, so I don't know if maybe that is the, the thing that I see and feel, you know, when I watch movies now. Um, yeah, everything's big fun in the fucking, on, on the theater screen, but then you can try to watch them at home and say, I don't know. Okay, you know, like I'm sure there's stuff like from like the really good ones that'll still put shit out. Like like the Irishman, as goofy as that movie is, and as you know, as much as it is probably too long, but it's still it's loaded with fucking strong talent. The actors are good. There's a story there. Um, Scorsese's, you know, I don't have to say it, one of the greatest American fucking directors ever, at least. Um, you know, and then for me, one of the greatest period, just I don't, <laughs> I very much live in American film. So it, it sucks that everything is so shitty now. Uh, but like Tarantino, really like fucking the last couple things I've liked, you know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hateful Eight, those, those two are fucking amazing. And Hateful Eight is probably like top two or three of his for me. Um, and fucking, and I had some a newer one, a newer, more uh, maybe contemporary guy. That I can't fucking think of. So now I look like any fucking hand job male men's rights activist. That's that's what I'm going for, man. That's my audience. Fucking dudes need rights. <laughs> she wants me to bring her coffee. Tomorrow. Sorry. Oh, jeepers. I didn't have fun. I text on air. <laughs> oh, boy. Where we at, bruh? Said that one. So Lauren says American cinema, even indies largely, are too driven by marketing potential to really soar. Yeah, like, that definitely does seem. It's like, I mean, that's, that's the whole reason everything fucking is a remake now. It's like, well, hey, there's it has an audience already. And, you know, not for nothing, the horror audience is a very reactionary group. And for better or worse, they're going to they're going to put their fucking money down to go hate watch it. You know, uh, you know the absolute worst fucking scenario for them, really, um, because a lot of them can't help it. I'm probably included in that for the most part. Um, 
But Gypsy says, Lauren, do you have a view on the film versus digital debate? And Lauren says, not really. Uh, to be honest, the digital revolution should have been a tremendous thing for indie filmmakers, but it really hasn't made much of a difference in the U.S. And Gypsy says, digital is really good for certain aspects of movies, but there is something very special about film for me. It's the same I feel about traditional animation versus CGI animation. Lauren <laughs> says, bring her hot chocolate and see what happens. I'd probably get it thrown in my face. Um... Yeah, boy. No sweet talk, unfortunately. I mean, it's like the... Just bring it to me. I'm cute. You're bad. Brian says, have you seen Megan? I have not seen Megan. Not yet, anyway. Um, maybe I'll do that this weekend. Make them go with me. Watch this movie. It's a movie. I think, um, God damn it. Yeah. So my, so last week, last Tuesday, I think it was my grandmother had Christmas here with like just parts of my family that I'm not really that big on. It's, and it's not the part that's blood so much as, you know, what, what, what is married into it. Um, so, you know, and I got out of work earlier than I get, I've, moved my schedule around so i had to just start it so i was laughing at first because like, I'm, I'm gonna be at work i can't fucking can't do it sorry and it turns out i'd be out at five fuck and they were only getting there at 3 30 or 4 i think so my fat ass went all the way well not all the way it's down the road to the chinese buffet when I got out of work, it literally just sat there for half hour, 45 minutes. Like I obviously ate, but then also just, I was just waiting there. She's like, you want to get more? And I just took her face. Cause even sitting down, she was about here. And I just went, get. She fell down. I was asked to leave. Um, so I did. I came home and they were gone, so everything worked out perfect. Um, I've just been threatened. Iced coffee or you die. So I'm going to have to get a hot chocolate just for the purpose of pissing her off. So they can go, ah, just kidding. Here's this one. Crazy gal. Uh, where was I? What was I yelling about? Let's see what else fucking... So then they just they give the synopsis about the two movies. It's funny. So yeah, I, I think that's fucking dumb. What else did I have in here? God damn it. So I wind about that for long enough, I suppose. I think I talked about Tom Hanks last week. I just didn't delete that one. I'm not going to tell you what that actually says. Oh, I've decided that probably the best way for me to lose weight, which is something I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get back, trying to get back into it. I have been since just stupidly since around like fucking week before Thanksgiving, but 
Um, I guess I've been tracking the calories again for about 50 days. And I'm down, I think, from when I started. Started, like, you know, back up again. and Because, like, I had put back on. I had fucking talked about it. I was down to 389, <laughs> which is still fucking way too big. Like, way too big, even for 6'5". Um, and I think, so, like, today I'm 403, you know, so that's about 14 pounds that I'm up. And I think at, at certain points, I, ah, fuck, I wish I could remember the high. It was at least 413. Um, but man, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I got to get in just, I got to figure out a day to do a fast and really just set my schedule up. So it works, um, kind of luckily between the trips to the can, you know, and then just trying to sleep it off. Um, man, that water sucks. It's so bad. Um, yeah, so like, you know, trying to sleep this off, I was able to get 16 in. So that's probably why it's so low. I'm hoping that I'm not fucking just completely let down next week. Um, but then I, then I, you know, I woke up from all that shit and then promptly decided that, hey, I'm going to have leftover chili for dinner. Um, uh, but first, <laughs> leftover, uh, my grandmother had chili last night. I didn't because I, I was over at the Scarecrow compound. I had a little shawarma with those people. It was a very nice time. I love it. Um, yeah, so it. it uh, I don't make the smartest choices when I'm sick. I don't. Uh, I don't know why that is, but it's like everything. I'm like, hey, I should. I should uh, should go ahead, figure this out, and stop losing your fucking train of thought, you fat loser. Good Christ. <clears throat> anyway. Dave says, watched Maverick in 4K, awesome movie, but it was best in IMAX. I don't give a shit about Top Gun, buddy. Like... So I, I, it sucks, I guess. I don't know. You got to see it in the IMAX, so you know it was good. Like, and I guess that kind of goes with it, everything I've been saying. Like everything in the fucking theater is better because at least you're getting that experience, and you can fucking it's just like they can plot all the dumb gimmicks and you know keep you dumb and happy. And then you buy something, and these fucking 4Ks aren't cheap. You know, like the fucking price point for the 4K Blu-rays, it's still quite stupid and that's on like mainstream shit too that's not even to fucking take into account the the boutique labels and stuff oh good my laptop's doing that dumb thing again it'd be nice if i knew how to fix it so i'll be back in a minute i guess i, I fucking love doing this um I don't know. I'll be back in a fucking couple minutes. And I know you guys can still see me. Ooh. 
Oh no. I don't know what I'm doing. Who gives a fuck? I'm fucking back. Everything's not right. I'm going to kill someone. Probably myself. Everything sound good? Are you guys happy? <sighs> fucking Christ. Anyway, I don't know where I was. So we're starting over. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off the Grill podcast. No, of course not. <sighs> Well, hey, if it's any consolation, you know, the way fucking the show has worked the last couple times, the third episode is the worst. So no one will watch it. It does the worst, I should say. They're all bad episodes. Uh, Lord says. What the fuck? Trouble with remaking something like Chopping Mall is that there's a difference between exploitation movies that are self-aware and modern meta-nonsense. Um, we don't need a schematized chopping mall. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like it's basically just like fucking... They write shit now for the, the dumb motherfuckers that, you know, will put their money out, I, I guess, to see these things. Like, Which uh, is me, I guess. You know, I, I don't know. But, like, 
when are we gonna learn? I, I suppose like they're, they're hey, they're fucking. These guys are idiots. They buy, they watch the shit that we put out. We have to spell it out for them, fucking from front to end. Nothing can be left to their imagination, or they're not gonna like it. They're not gonna get it. Um, I mean, it's either that, or they're just fucking. The people writing these movies are are just incompetent. The people, you know, there's everything involved with like behind the the scenes shit of getting that stuff done. It's just like. Uh, what if it's like a metaphor, but then we also like we know obviously this is silly, guys. It's like fucking just give me a fucking movie, man. You know, and if like there's like little fucking jokes, it's, ah, you know, put the joke in for yourself. Don't fucking don't put the joke in there and then explain the joke to us like we don't get it. Like, fuck off. The ones that get it will get it. If they don't get it, they don't need to. Enough. Lawrence says, and it becomes a skinny puppy song. I don't know what that means. I'm only 30. Billy says, I'm 25 down from the time I went to the hospital. That's how much water I gained over the holidays. God damn, buddy. But I mean, at least you're losing it. So they, they have to drain shit, or is it just like, does that fucking end up coming out the old PP? I'm an intellectual, folks. Billy says, jam an ice pick in my ear. Oh, man. Boy, would I like that. Lauren says, I don't blame the writers, actually. They're being asked to write garbage, and so they do. That's how they're making a living. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, like, that is what I'm hoping is. It's just like, oh, well, write this like this because we need, you know, this is what we need to sell. You know, I'm saying worst case scenario, that's all they can do. And that's fucking sad. Uh, but Lawrence says that's how they make a living. It's the producers and their marketing plans and test audience. Because, yeah, all that fucking shit's ridiculous. Um, yeah, uh, that shit's not needed. Um, and it never really has been. Like, what movie truly was, was made better by a test audience? Like, in all honesty. Because... I mean, maybe, maybe fucking Halloween Six would would be a case where that's an issue. I mean, I, I just personally like the theatrical better. I think it's because I'm used to it more. But uh, you know, so I just I just kind of prefer it because it's it's um, comforting. But I don't think the producers case it's different. It's not better. So maybe that's one that fucking was fixed by these focus groups or whatever but generally I, I don't I certainly can't think of one instance off the top of my head that you know that that, that has been employed and has actually helped the movie so the answer to that question though they pump Billy full of diuretics and he pisses it out slowly just for anyone that was wondering anyone that is um, medically mal Informed, uninformed, I guess not now. Informed Brian Trash is skinny puppies and 80s industrial band. Well, yeah, I exactly why I don't know what the fuck it is. Don't like industrial, and I'm, I wasn't alive for the 80s, which isn't really an excuse. First part is I don't like industrial music, I'm not gonna fucking step into that world. It's not for me, it's not daddy's good time, so daddy doesn't like it. Um. I don't know. But I guess to kind of wrap up that D Damar Hamlin shit from the beginning of the show, like, 
Monday, I had no fucking clue. And then by, I think by Wednesday, he was responsive, or like responsive, and like could squeeze like his family's hand and shit. And then, um, you know, and then I think it was Friday, maybe it was Saturday. He, he was up, he was talking to the players. Um, you know, tube had been taken out. He was breathing on his own, all that shit. Like he's fully alert. What kind of fucking shocked me though, is I let him watch the game Sunday. I'm like, didn't he just have his heart stopped? You think maybe you don't want to get him fucking too excited this soon after, you know, he's seemingly doing well. But Brian trash is you youngster. And just a little boy, just a little baby boy. And Lawrence says the ending of Die Hard 3 is a perfect example. McLean rushed, uh, playing Russian roulette with Jeremy Irons was too dark for test audiences. So, yeah, I've always liked this fucking ending. It's one of the first alternate endings that I was really, that really kind of like, dude, that would have been so much better. It was one of the first I'd fucking seen. It, and, and oddly enough, we were just, me and my fucking father, of all people, we were watching it on FX. Yeah, so it's edited to hell anyway, but it was like, it was one of those, it was weird because it was again like the mid 2000s and all that shit had kind of gone away. But there was FX had some kind of show, I believe it had a host, maybe it didn't, but it it was similar to like that dinner and a movie on TBS from the 90s, you know, or or, yeah, fucking any of the Joe Pob shit. I don't know why I had to go to dinner and a movie Um, where they talked about just different shit, like different, you know, trivia and stuff. Um, between the show and when, like they actually showed the fucking alternate version of this uh, of Die Hard with a Vengeance. Like, That's so fucking cool. Holy shit. Bruce Willis is sick. Well, fucking like 12 or 13 year old steak. Um, but so we got what we got and it was a sour ending to a great film Lauren ends with. And that's it's about right. It's, it's very just kind of OK. It's over. Um, and then the franchise ended like that was such a bad ending that they never made another Die Hard movie again fucking love that movie though that's still a good movie even with the bad ending uh, Jamie Hart in the chat what's up Jamie how are you hope you're well hope you're enjoying this brief little break between storms Guys, I just realized I didn't throw this into the show last week, and I'm really sorry. So um, I just have to. Did you guys hear that? The faggot of the opera. I really shouldn't take joy in that at this point, but I do. Um, I don't know. Patreon's going to be a good one. I'll say that. I got some things I'm not allowed to say anymore. I've decided I'm not allowed to say anymore. Um, So hop on over there when we're done here. Just, you know, and pull up another little browser. Throw your dollar down. And we're going to chat. A little bit of workplace violence. It's going to be fun. 
going to be respectful. Uh, so I have this written down. It's uh, something that happened to me over the weekend, but all I've written down is weirdest place you found an AirPod. Um, and I'll kind of give you folks in the chat that wear AirPods or have worn AirPods to uh, chime in with your answers before I get going on the old story here. But Jamie says, heck yes, I'm enjoying the break. Snow is a pain in the butt. Ain't that the truth? Um, well, I guess I'll take a minute or two while we get probably nobody with AirPods because I feel like my audience is full of people. Yeah, okay, well, we were an iPhone. <laughs> nice camera. I had that camera two years ago. Who gives a shit? Shut up. Your green bubble looks stupid. But old Saucy got something in the mail today from the great people over at You Need a Candle. The Cochrane Candle, you can't read it. Ooh, there we go. We'll get it in the darker colors there. Beautiful. Nice. You're not gonna, oh, yeah, it looks gray to you, but it's green. I assure you it's like a, an Irish spring color green. Got this sweet sticker on top of it, too. It was. This is one of the things Christian was excited about when I would fucking told him I wanted one of these. And I see why, because I, I guess I didn't notice on like the, the Instagram photos or the Etsy photos that it says you need a candles and not, you know, like silver shamrock. But, you know, it still kind of is. So I dig it. It smells fucking great. If there's any left on their, their um, Etsy page, I recommend going and grabbing one. I got uh, I ordered a day or two later, unfortunately, right after they shipped because they shipped the next day. The candle, the, the big candle here, and uh, I ordered the um, the CHH wax melt, which is like a grape candy, which it's interesting to me. So that'll be coming. Unfortunately, I ordered it the day it went live, like the day after they shipped. So, oh, what are you gonna do? Oh, god damn it! It's old Chess Graham from Cable Channel Eleven. Hello. He says he's late, and he is. It's because I finished inside of him. <laughs> Zombie says Happy New Year's. Well, he says Happy New Staking, Jamie. But Happy New Year to you, buddy. Oh, look, everyone's fucking up in the chat. Lawrence says, I'd be fine if no snow or if snow no longer existed. Yo, me too, man. Fucking for sure. Let's see here. I think that's everything so far. Zombie says, What happened with Undertaker Pie? Oh, uh, brother, I'm just saying, like, that's just advice. Nothing happened. That's just, uh, trust me, because I know you never get in between an undertaker and his pie. What if I did that for nine more minutes? 
I have written down some weird, mean shit. Oh, my God. I'm not saying that on public episode. Like, that's just straight up fucking. It's mean. I don't even want to say it on the Patreon, but listen, I will. I gotta stop talking about it, don't I? I can feel it. Where the fuck is Dan? That piece of shit. Are those fucking douchebags still alive? I'm gonna go shit on them. I'm gonna I'm gonna go put their show on my channel and then lisp a bunch of times through make some unfunny Rachel jokes. Hey, what's that pugs? Oops. Sorry about that, folks. I was doing a bit and I lost the plot. Did it come off? Was it funny? Was it dumb? Did you? Did it not make sense? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Jesus. You type in F on my laptop and it's just all Fez Watley. Oh, they're live still. These SOBs. Dan, shut up. You don't know. You've never seen that. That's where fucking Ben Grimm is, the piece of shit. What should we say to him? I'm going to say this. Oh, this isn't fun. This is not entertaining for you people. Why am I doing this? <sighs> I don't know. So I, I'm guessing... So yeah, I'm guessing that uh, Dan's not going to be here. Um, so he has asked... One, or question one, what do you book for WrestleMania? I'll try to remember that. That's a Patreon thing. I don't really want to get into that here because I don't know. It's going to take some fucking getting used to. And then he also asked, Sauce, what are, or what are Sauce's uh, 2023 resolutions? And truly, there's not any, really. Um Oh no, what are they? What do I gotta answer? I don't know. Truly don't. I, I I'm getting nervous. I can't do two things. I can't fucking type one handed, man. Maybe I should get some uh, some alternate setup, but I don't like the um Yeah, like the fucking like the arm, the mic arm, stupid thing. I, I don't like that. Uh, maybe I'll have to get like one of those fucking just the stand ones. Like I was using uh, the way I was using this mic, and then after months, listened to something and just realized how echoey what echoey it was. I'll figure that out. But um, until then, it's really just losing weight. But it's not. That's not a resolution. That's just something I'm trying to do. It's no set number. I just want to look better and feel better. Because as the weights come back on, I've fucking I've felt pretty much every pound. <sighs> uh, 
Yeah, so Brian says, I like the cold. I like snow. Fuck summer. Oh, dude, no. I'll take the cold. I had no problem with the cold, but snow is fucking lame as shit. Jamie says, if I could wish the snow away, I would. That'd be pretty nice. Zombie asks, is Lauren looking forward to ordering Divide by Zero? Um, he wants to know if Lauren has copies himself. Lauren says, I have my trade paperback copies, but like everyone else, I'm still waiting on Ingram getting their shit together for the hardcover. Yeah, I uh, I know that Mike Rainey, the comedian, he just put a book out, um, you know, self-published and all that shit, but getting books printed apparently is a whole fucking undertaking still for some reason, which I feel like in 2022 and three, that shouldn't be the case anymore, but... I don't know. What are you going to do, man? Billy says, I got behind the hospital, so there's like eight inches of pack in my driveway. Old lady started driving the kids four by four. It's probably the best fucking course of action for now, man. Take it easy, brother. Don't be going too hard. Brian says, are you doing a Patreon stream tonight? Fleshwood Features is also doing a Patreon stream. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> I can't be fucking worried. Like, this is the thing. None of us can be worried about what the other's doing. If you know they're doing shit, just fucking do your own thing, man. Like, um. You know, like unfortunately, I've gotten fucking stuck against Piz doing like his uh his, you know, patron live stream and all that shit. Like, it just happens. You know, it is what it is. You can't fucking... Like, well, you shouldn't have done Monday. It's my day. Monday at 7.30 is my time. Don't you use it. Um, You know, I can't fucking... Can't do it. It's not worth it, man. Do your shit. Like, it's on YouTube. It's saved. People can come watch it later. You know, like, this show suffers because of it. But that's because I'm not good at my job. It's not good at what I do. I'm not good at what I do. Um... Oh, that, that was a Freudian slip because legitimately I'm not good at my job. But this ain't my job. Uh, Zombie says, Steak, think of the mic as a workout since you carry it in hand. It's not a bad thought, I guess. I mean, shit. Maybe I should podcast every day of the week. And Brian says, who won that copy of Lauren's book? Nobody has won that copy of Lauren's book because the the um, the contest ends at fucking 9.59 p.m. Uh, Monday, January 16th, 2023. So you guys, you still have another week. Um, you know, you have to go comment on last week's episode. <laughs> favorite book growing up, favorite book you've read in the last... What did I say five or ten years. Pick one, pick both. You know, leave a comment on there or leave a comment. I did make like a standalone kind of fucking giveaway video. Um, I know I wanted at first wanted you guys to tag, but it doesn't work like that on YouTube, which I, I was under the fucking understanding that when they gave us those at things in the last couple months, that that's what they were for. But they weren't, I guess. So fuck it. Don't do that part. Everything else, if you're listening, if you haven't done it, if you want the book, Divide by Zero by the sweetheart Lauren Dixon. That's your chance. That'll give you a shot to do it. And if you're a part of the Patreon, oh, there he goes again. Um, 
your your um, entry counts twice. So, other than that, <clears throat> Zombie says he hopes he can win so he can share with his friend. Oh, that'd be cool, buddy. Uh, but you guys still got a week to get that shit in. Oh, yes, this is fucking... Uh, I did want an update on this. I'm glad. Glad you remembered. Uh, Billy says, oh, shit, forgot to say from the fire at the wife's factory, the butter that melted flowed into a wetlands area and then reset over all the water and vegetation. They get butter the size of pellets five feet tall. That's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> Did they have to keep people away from it? They were like slowly shaving the butter. Oh, free butter. Like they just had fucking armed guards to keep people away from the butter until they got it cleaned up. <laughs> it's wild butter. Yeah. Down in the wetlands there, there's butter. It just grows free. It's anybody's butter. <laughs> I'm starting a butter business. It's anybody's butter. Not just butter. Anybody's butter. God damn it. About 7% of me thinks that might actually be a good idea. <sighs> Billy says, I said I'm bringing popcorn for the firemen. Hey guys, listen. There's a bunch of corn kernels in this here tin foil. Put it on it. You got a stick? What do you got? Well, we got all this fire. I figured, hey, come on. IDK, bro. Oh, shit to bed. Anybody's butter. That, that that should be a shirt, right? Is that is that good enough? Is there something there? No, there's not. Hey, there you go. Brian has some Jiffy Pop. Do they still make that shit? I have to go look tomorrow if I can fucking find it. I'm just I don't know that I've ever had Jiffy Pop. I must have. Yeah, I, I'm old enough to have had Jiffy Pop. I have to ask my mother sometime. Bitch, you make me Jiffy Pop. I don't talk to her that way. Yes, I do, but you know she does hit me for it, so I think it's fair. Billy says just empty my neighbor's corn silo for him. Hey, fucking hey. If it wakes, it wakes. We used to fucking. I used to have to go with my grandfather, my step grandfather, to uh, get corn for the cows. And it's like that crack shit. And just, it looks fucking, it's gigantic ass crack. I guess it, the fucking whatever process, but the kernels, they look like fucking four times a, like a normal sweet corn kernel. It just looks so fucking good. Just, what a fat little kid I was. Oh my God, I gotta eat this fucking dirt corn. I gotta eat this dirt, this fucking corn that they keep in like a, a burned out, uh, a burned out barn that they don't use anymore. Jamie says Jiffy Pop is overrated. You need that gourmet shit. Man, I don't know the last time I've had popcorn that wasn't in a theater. Brother, it's been a minute. 
I'll say that. Billy says, I had it once when I was a kid. Billy, you didn't have it till college because that's when it came out for you. Stop fucking pretending you're not 72 years old, okay? Oh, boy. I read that. Why did I throw it back up there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I'd get a fucking thing of Jiffy Pop just for fun. <laughs> Billy says Orville Redencocker. That's nice. Is this a come town? Are we doing come town? I like to do come town. Um, oh, no, I did that already. I did that. Check the fucking. I'm thinking we're going to do a uh, sometime this month. I don't know when. Probably be in the middle of the week sometime. Monday, it's like Sunday through Wednesday, I think, is going to be clear enough in my schedule. I can get some more shit done and do some more stuff here and then on other channels if they'll have me. Um, as if they wouldn't. <laughs> Never know. Um, I would do a commentary. I don't know what for. I guess it's 2023, so I got to come up with a new list to neglect. Uh, so stay tuned on that, I suppose. Let's do this one. The faggot of the opera. I like that in StreamYard now. It, it does kind of fade out. It, it's not just like that abrupt. <laughs> Video's over. Surprise. Because there was a time, too, when, like, the end of the video would come and then it would take another beat or two before the video would come off the screen. So you're just waiting there. And then it looks like you're fucking Garth at the end of Wayne's World. Oh, oh. Uh, but we've reached that part of the show where we... Ah, wrong one. Oopsie-daisy. Where we... Oops. What's that say? <laughs> uh, all right. So now for real. This time I'm serious. We've reached a point in the show where, God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> all right. Got you three times. It's fine. We've reached a point in the show where I'd like to give a huge thank you to all my patrons. Christian Hannah Horror, Nick Ridza, Orc145626, Daniel Shine, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, Petrocac, The Daily Ghost, Slaughterport, Brian Trash, Ben Grimm, Ben Grimm, and T. Sweeze. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Not. I mean, he's goddamn great. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jess Graham, Billy Bean, Jamie Hart, Brian Trash, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, Zombie. Oh, I hope I got everyone. I'm so nervous that I've missed people, and I don't want people to think that I'm slighting them. Uh, Dying Breed was here. Oh, Mikey, thank you. Dave Vanderhoff was here. Gypsy Warrior was here. I fucking missed him the last couple weeks. We got Sean McManus last week and not this week. So we're getting a little more UK involvement back in the show. And I love that. Orc was not in the chat tonight. Zombie. Um, 
God damn, I need to get a, I need to get a fucking either a YouTuber or just someone that watches the show from Wales so that I can have all four of those fucking cute little island countries. Uh, old Gypsy Warrior. He was here this week. But uh, Sus is going to get going. He's going to take a beat or two and then head on over to the Patreon. So if you want to join us, you know how. <laughs> um, so that'll do it for me this week. And as always, Iris loves you.